So we have a lot of ground to cover in a in a short period, so this is really going to be more of a, a teaser than anything else, but we're here um, all day today, so we really want to encourage you to come by our booths and you can get a little more hands-on and ask some more in-depth questions and we can talk more about any of the things that might have whetted your interest today. Um, we're going to start today by um, looking at the BrailleSense U2 and um, some of the, the things that this piece of technology does, um, sort of talk about how it's similar to things that you may be familiar with and also how it differs. Uh, I also want to give you a little taste of our new Smart Beetle 14-cell display that has multi-channel connectivity. So for me, the years I've been in this industry, this is the first time I've had a cute, portable little device that I can carry around with me and con connect to my various iPhones and tablets and things. And so that's it's kind of a, a neat thing. It definitely fits a niche. Then also we're going to show you the eBot, which is a kind of a, a niche product. It's somewhat unique. It's a near and distance viewing uh, video magnification system that has OCR and connects to basically whatever device you want to use as your visual display. So I think we're certainly one of the only ones, if not the only device of its kind that connects wirelessly to an iPad, which is pretty exciting. So um, Andy will be showing you that, and we'll leave a couple minutes at the end for questions. So um, does that sound like a, a good agenda for us today? Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. So I'm in a... as. Some of you, many of you may know, I've had the the honor and distinction of representing a number of the manufacturers in this industry. I started at Freedom Scientific and went back to the, I, mean, I was brand new and part of introducing the PacMate. Um, for the last six years or so, I was at HumanWare and worked extensively with the, the Braille Note. And since July 1st, I've been with HIMSS and am now working with the Braille Sense. And so I'm sure there are some of you in this room that have been working with the Braille Sense longer than I have. Um, so I, uh, I do stand on the shoulders of giants here. Um, I am as aware as of any of you that if it's even possible that there is such a thing as a one-size-fits-all product, um, it hasn't been discovered yet. And I, I think we can all kind of agree it doesn't exist. I mean, there's some strengths and weaknesses and things that each product does really well. Um, I've been really impressed and enjoying my experience as a user getting up to speed with the, the BrailleSense products. And I mean, one of the things that I've, I mean, there's been a, a general sense out there for a couple of years that people will say, oh, well, you know, those BrailleSense, yeah, they're, they're great. They're, you know, they're great hardware. They do a lot of great things, but you know, I'm just not sure if I can tackle that learning curve or it's kind of different. You know, my comfort zone is, you know, something else. I mean, we'll say 
the Braille node because that was my comfort zone up until very recently. Um, so I, you know, I think that there's this perception that it does great things, but kind of a resistance to to try it on for size. And yes, there are some definite differences, and we'll we'll kind of hit some of those. But it's interesting how many similarities there are. So, um, you know, we've we've kind of got this general idea that the Braille note is intuitive, you know, key soft, it's intuitive. And well, you know, is it more intuitive than other things or is it just, you know, that's what we know, that's what we're familiar with. Anything you know is easy to call intuitive. So, let's talk about the similarities. You know, you turn on a Braille note, you turn on a Braille sense, you're in your opening menu, um, call it the main menu, call it the programs menu. How do you move through it? You space to go forward, you backspace to go back, you hit enter on the thing you want. Okay, that's the same on either device. Um, once you kind of know what's there and you're feeling a little daring, you can type the letter of the thing you want, a little hotkey, and you jump right there. Boom. I mean, that's essentially the same on either unit. Um, you know, you open up a document um, on either device, and you, you know, enter text. Um, the navigation of your text is the same. I mean, those key commands, the top of document, one, two, three, space, or chord, as we say, um, four, five, six, chord, to go to bottom of document, um, read current line, read current word, read current character, navigate forward or back by line, word, character. That's all exactly the same. That's not key soft. Um, that's kind of note taker architecture that goes all the way back to the Braille and speak days. So again, I think you know people that are a little concerned about the learning curve. Um, it's it's not as dramatic as you might think at all. Um, I mean, I'm kind of reminded of when you do Jaws training. A lot of that basic keystrokes and things you do is not Jaws commands per se, but it's Windows keystrokes. So similarly, a lot of what people perceive is. Keysoft is actually note-taker architecture. So then there are some differences, and I'm going to kind of hand this over to Bob for a little more uh, demonstration of this. But when you get into the, the, the differences of, say, like how you open a document, um, on the Braille sense, as soon as you hit enter on word processor, you're in your blank document. It's like Word on a computer. Um, where the Braille note has you choose your your drive and folder and name the document first. On the Braille sense, we do that after in a in a save as, much like um, Windows on your computer, which is really the sort of the key difference of a Braille sense. Um, basically, there is a menu key. Um, function two on the Braille sense, which is just like your alt key on your computer with JAWS. So to get the application menu for whatever you're working with, word processor, email, um, you know, internet, calculator, Facebook, whatever it is, you hit your 
menu key. And then it's basically, yes, it's different than the Braille note, but it's very, very similar to JAWS and Windows, which is something that you're either familiar with already, so again, there's no need to worry about that learning curve because it's something you already know, or if you don't know it, then basically you are setting the building blocks to learn computers, Windows, JAWS, so that there becomes a synergy of you're learning your note taker and it's setting you up for a computer. So, I mean, I think there are a number of people out there that, you know, their comfort zone becomes Braille note and it is almost a detriment that at the time where you really need to expand into that world of Windows and a computer to be prepared for a professional career or uh, college or, you know, those types of things. There are certain things that, you know, we really need computers for. Um, you have some resistance, and that resistance doesn't really exist in the in the Braille Sense family. So that kind of sets up some of the, the differences and similarities, and I'm going to hand this over to Bob to uh, talk a little more specifics here, and I'll be back. Okay, so um, the uh, the Braille note, as Damien was saying, is it has a lot of similarities and a few differences to note takers you might have used in the past. So I'm going to use the space bar just to go down uh, and show you what's in the menu. The file manager is at the top, and if I press space bar, word processor, you have a word processor, document reader, K. document reader, email, e. email media, M. Media, which contains a, a, a media player and also a daisy player. Organizer, O. Organizer has your address book and your calendar. Web tools, B. Web tools has a quick browser and a, a, a web browser that can also play streaming, um, streaming audio. Social networking, C. And social networking, we'll get to later, has things like Facebook. Extras, X. And extras has um, things like... Uh, uh, Google Maps, it has the dictionary. If you get GPS, it would install in there. Uh, SenseNav would be the Sendero version, and it also has Google Maps. So I'm just going to show real quick. I'll go up to the top. I'll show how you can open a couple of documents at once. I'll press uh, spacebar to get down to the word processor, and then I'll press enter. Top of documents. And just to um, make it kind of straightforward, I'll call this one document... Document. One. And now what if I want to open another document so I can go between them? I can press backspace and the letter O. And another top blank document. I'm at the top of another blank document. So I'll type document two. Two. Document two. And then to go between the two documents, I just press F2 and F3. And just to explain these function keys, uh, to the left of the spacebar and to the right of the spacebar are two function keys. F1 is on the left, and that goes to, from wherever you are, that goes to the, uh, the, the program menu. F2 opens the, uh, a menu if you're in a program. F3 is a tab key, and F4 is like pressing escape. 
So if I want to go back to document one, I can press F2 and F3 together, and that's like pressing Alt-Tab on a computer. So I'll do that now. Task name, word processor, land. And I'll go to the top of this file. Top of document, document. And read the line. Document one. So now I'm back in document one. Uh, if I switch back again. Task name, word processor two, document two. I'm in document top two. Of document, document. Document two. And I'm going to close these. And the way you close a document is uh, by pressing space with the letter Z. That's like pressing Alt F4 on a computer. So I'll do that now. Save. Yes. Prompt button. And I don't need to save this. And it was just a test document. Oh, prompt button. Task name. Word processor. And now document I'm one. back in document one. So I'll exit from this one. Save. With yes. Z chord. Prompt button. No. And dot four chord took me down to the no button, and I'll press enter. Word processor. W. And then I'm back on the word processor. So um, the other thing that's a little bit different is the file manager. It's, I would say, kind of similar to Windows in many ways. I'm going to press the backspace to get up file to the manager. file manager and press the enter key. Flash disk. List item. I'll press enter on the flash disk. No, I'm going to go down to the SD card. And the way I want to, I do that is I, it just arrow down. And the way you arrow down or up on the Braille sense is pressing space with dot four to go down and space with dot one to go up. So I'm going to arrow down SD, to the SD card and press enter. And I'm going to make a new folder. Um, the command to make a new folder is enter with F. But what if you don't remember the command? I'll press the menu key. File F, pull down. And menu. that opens a file menu. I'll press enter. Open. Oh, enter. And then I'm going to arrow item. down. Zip Z, comment send to S, comment rename R, new document, and new folder F. And there comment, is a new menu folder item. choice. And as you as you heard, I've got the uh, shortcut keys turned on, so it says that the command is enter F. If you so, once you know that, you don't have to go through the menu in the future. I'll press enter on it since I'm already here. New folder name. Computer edit and I'll call it best in best tech, tech morning session morning. and press enter. New folder completed. And that created a new folder. So um, now I'm going to go to the top of the SD card and I have another I have another best in tech folder in here and I can use first letter navigation so I'm just just going to press the letter B backup folder 3 backup max folder best in tech 2015 folder 547 and there's my List best item. in tech 2015 folder so I'm going to press enter New features in JAWS. Word dot one. New features in JAWS 17. Previous new features in JAWS. Previous new features. Previous new previous new features in JAWS 17. New features in JAWS. New features in JAWS. Word dot dot one three. New features in JAWS. Word dot dot one three. List new features in JAWS. Word dot dot one three. So I'm going to copy that to the clipboard. The command is enter with C, but if I forgot that, I could find that in the edit menu. I'm going to do it. Enter with C. Copying. New features in JAWS. And I'm going to press backspace one time to go up one level like you would in Windows. Best in Tech 2015. And I'm going to arrow down best in tech morning session folder to Best in List Tech item. Morning Session and press Enter to open that. No items. List it item. says there are no items. I'm going to paste that in. The command for that is Enter with V. And again, if I forgot it, I could find it in the in the edit menu. Pasting. One object copy completed. New features in JAWS. Word dot one one. So List I'm item. going to do an Alt F4 to close this. File manager F. 
and then I'm back at the file manager. So um, the other thing that that I think that 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 people like is uh, the BrailleSense has an application to obtain uh, books from Bookshare or from NLS, and it works almost like the applications you see on an iPhone. So if I press um, L for library services, I could have spacebar down to it, but I'm just going to press L to get there quickly. Bookshare download, B. The first choice in here is Bookshare download, so I'll press enter to open that. And it may run a little bit slow because it's going through the... the, uh, hotspot on my iPhone, but it says it's connecting, so I think it will. Select search mode, books, combo and box. It's already logged me in because I saved my login information, so I don't need to put that in again. And it says select search mode, books, and it says it's a combo box. So if I use arrow down, periodicals, I can search box. for periodicals. I'm going to go back up to books. books. And I'm going to tab over, and that's either the F3 key by itself or 4-5 in the space bar. Select search method, search word, combo box. And who has a favorite book they want to search for? Wings for Ruth. Search word, enter title, author or ISBN. So I'll type in Wings for Ruth. And I'll tab over to the search button and press the enter key. No result. Search button. Not in there. Search word. End so select search method. Search word. I can Combo also box. search by category. Search category. So I arrowed down to category, and I'm going to tab over and see what kind of categories I can search for. Latest added books 150. List That's item. always kind of fun to see what the latest added books are. So I'll press enter on that. Searching. Two arrows, a Berber, and a Jew, entangled lives in Morocco, 1250. That item. sounds interesting. So I can tab over. Next list, enter N, of detail information, enter I, common dialogue. To detail button. information, and I see that it's enter I as the detail. So I'm going to just press enter on it since I'm there now. Detail information dialog box. And I'll wait for title, the. Two arrows, a Berber, and a Jew. And I'm going to arrow down to see what else Lawrence is here. Lawrence Rosen, R-O-S-E-N. That's the nice thing about having the Braille. ISBN, 9,778,000. In this remarkable work by seasoned scholar Lawrence Rosen, we follow the fascinating intellectual developments of four ordinary Moroccans over the span of 40 years. Walking and talking with Hatch Hambrick. I pressed backspace and enter at the same time to silent speech, and I'll tab over close. to Button. close and press enter. Information. enter I. And I can tab download. to download and press enter. Preparing download. And now it's preparing the download. Download started. And I'm watching the percentage increase as the Braille is... Four seconds left. Download done. Download. Enter D. Button. So the download is now done. So now I want to um, get the book. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just do a Alt F4 or a Z in the space bar. Bookshare download. B. Twice. Library services. L. Three times. No, two times. Caught me to library services. And I'm going to do a one, two, three chord to get to the file top of F. the file menu and press enter. 
flash disk. And the downloads folders on the flash disk. So I'll press enter to open that. Backup downloads folder one twenty. And I'm going to arrow down to download folder the download folder and press the enter key. American history, October twenty fifth. The golden fleece and the hero, the vanishing point. American history, American history. IRSW, the golden fleece and the hero zoo. The grapes of rat Bob, the vanishing point. Dot dot two arrows. A berber. There it is. Angled lives in Morocco. Bob Sweetman. Dot zip ten ten. But notice it's a zip archive. So I'm going to press the enter key to unpack that archive. Unzip the folder name, two arrows, a Berber, and the two entangled lives in Morocco. And I'll press enter again. And it's unpacking it. 14 decompression completed successfully. Two arrows, a Berber, and the two entangled lives. And uh, it's done unpacking, so I'm going to do an Alt F4 or Z chord to get back to the file manager and. The DAISY player that you use to play the books is in the media uh, folder. So I'm going to press, I could just use the spacebar to navigate down to it, but I know that it's media. So I'll press the letter M for media. media player, M. And I'll press the enter key. Oh, wait, I didn't want media player. Title, there are no items to display. X Alt F4. I want the Daisy player, so I'll go down to FM Radio R, Daisy, player, Daisy player and press enter on that, and it will automatically. Open Daisy dialog box. The vanishing point. It opens to my folders in the uh, downloads folder, so I'm going to arrow down. Two arrows, a Berber, and the two entangled lives in Morocco, Bob Sweet. And I'm going to press the space bar to select that before I can open select. it. Arrows, and I'll press and enter, lives in Morocco, Bob folder, and the book is opening. Two arrows, a Berber, and the two entangled lives in Morocco. And Notice. Two arrows, a Berber, and the two. Two arrows, a Berber, and the two loud. entangled lives in Morocco. Lawrence Rosen. Chicago Press. And here, you press pause. the space bar to pause or the space bar to continue. And I'm going to go into the menu to show you some of the heading features available. So I'll press, you can press either F2 or enter with M. I, I like the F2. It's more like pressing an Alt key. So I'll press it, and it brings up my file menu, and I'm going to arrow down to heading, and I'll press enter on heading. And this is my favorite one. It gives a heading list. So I'll press enter to open the heading list. And I'll arrow down, contents, prologue. And I'll open this first one. So I'll press enter to go to May we be granted forgiveness in our turn. Committed to memory. Hatch aim riddle 235 clock question mark A. Hatch aim riddle. So I'll pause it and I'm going to do a Z chord to close this book. And I can always come back to it, 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 it and it will open at the same point. Or I could make a bookmark. So I'll press my menu key. And I'm going to go down to mark and press enter. And I'll enter on set mark. And it gives you, you can enter numbers, so it's, it automatically assigns mark one, so I'll press enter, and that way I can get back to my place if I happen to lose it. I'm going to close the book. Uh, actually, I'm going to leave this book open for now and go get another book. And, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and I'll leave this book open, but I'm going to press the menu key. So I'll press. Uh, I'm, I'm, going to go, I'm going to go to the main menu. 
because I can have up to seven applications open at one time. So I'm going to press the menu key, and then I'm going to press word processor, document, email, media, organizer, oh, web tools, B, social networking, C. Enter on. It's an. No, 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 no. no, I think it's in social networking. Uh, no, it's not social networking. It's Extras, in media. X. Oh, yeah. Media player. M. Enter on media player. Uh, no, uh, Title. There are no items to display. Task name. Play. Play. Button play. Button. Exit daisy player. Are you sure? Yes. Prompt button. Daisy player. D. Oh, here we go. YouTube. Y. Here is YouTube. Enter on YouTube. Top menu. Video search one three. List item. And, um... Channel search I'll go ahead and do a channel search, so I'll press enter on that. And I'll type in hymns to see if there's some training YouTube videos up here. And I'll press enter. Search. Search results. Hymns Incorporated. 150. List item. Hymns Incorporated. Hymns Elmer Rock 250. Hymns Incorporated. I'll press enter on that. Search. Playlist. Reminders 1 2. List item. Product info and tutorials 2 2. List and item. here's webinars. Reminders 1 2. List item. I'll press enter on that. Search. Search results. With minor job hunting tips for the visually impaired 110. And there's one I could listen to, so I'll press the enter key. Loading. And it will load the video and begin to play it. It's going... With minor job hunting tips for the visually impaired 110. I want to welcome everyone to our webinar today about job hunting tips for the visually impaired. My name is Michelle Pace. And I just pressed the space bar to pause it, and if I want to play it again, I can tap tap the space bar again, and it will begin playing. And I'll pause it for now. Oh, yeah. So I can tab over and get information about the video. Rating, like one, dislike zero, comments, no items, list up related, if an apps for the blood open, button, back, backspace B, button, pause, reload, enter O, button, cash and play, enter P, button, title, with minor job fund, 2323, author, Hymns Incorporated. I s oh, you know what, there's a combo box. 2323, title, with minor job funding tips for cash and play, enter P, button. Yeah, that one would download it to your device. And that would cash it to your vice, device and then play it. So, um... You could you could then listen to it later. I'm going to close out of this, and um, should I do anything with? Just show that. Okay. Um, it's got also Facebook is on here, and the funny thing is, uh, Damien and I were working with Facebook yesterday, and that's how we found out about the thing on the problem in Paris, all that terrible massacre there. It just showed up on 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 Facebook. So I'm going to. Um, Exit out of this. YouTube, Y, Media, M. And I'll go to social networking. O, Web Tools, B, Social Networking, C, Twitter, T, Google Talk, G, Sense Chat, C, Facebook. And M. here's Facebook. I'll press enter. Email address, obsoleteman And it's already got my email address in, so I'll tab through. Password, and it's got my password. Because I told it to remember save me and also check told it to check. save the password. Auto sign in. Check box on check. I did not check auto sign in or it would have signed in automatically. Login. So I'll press enter on login. Sign ahead. 
And it will take me right to the news feeds as soon as it logs in. I'll see what's I'll see what's here. It says signing in, please please wait, and it's it's loading through a cell phone, so it it might take it a minute. Here we go. News feed loading. And I'm gonna arrow down. We must stand for human beings being Guillermo Robles. Guillermo Robles likes the Christopher Critter Walker. This is my goal, John Ziccarelli, Japanese Mabel of Stacey Dunton, High Peeps. Stacey Dunton, High Peeps and Happy Saturday the 14th in Ohio. And it reads the messages. I'm going to press enter and backspace to pause and just show you what's in the menu. So I'm going to press the menu key. File F, pull down, menu, timeline, T, pull down. So there's a timeline menu. Search, S, and a search menu, menu where you can search for friends. Timeline, T, pull down, file, Just for fun, I'll open timeline, up the timeline menu and press enter. Home timeline, H, enter H. There's your home menu timeline friends list, F, enter F, or your friends list. Item. So you can get a list of all of your friends. D, N, and then the news menu feed. Item. So it's got the home timeline, the friends list, home timeline, H, enter and then it wraps back to the home timeline. So that's something that... Um, that you might like to play with. It's it's very neat. I, I find it very neat to be able to see the names written in, in Braille. That's just, and it's just pretty neat. So I'm going to exit out of this now. And uh, one thing that I... Okay. So um, the, uh, the other thing that, that's kind of neat is uh, they just added uh, NLS, and also if you write uh, um, documents in Nemeth, uh, you can actually export those to a Word document, and then when they are imported into Microsoft Word, the math symbols will appear appear correctly. It needs to be saved in a special uh, sense format before you can write Nemeth. So I wrote a macro that actually sets up a homework document and puts the date at the top of it and in the file name and then another macro that exports that document to the homework which can be copied to the computer. That expedites the process. Uh, that's a new feature that was added recently that the Braille Note could support macros, uh, which uh, if macros what they are is is basically a, you can write, uh, say you've got a, 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 a process that you do over and over again and um, and uh, and and you have to you have to do that process. Uh, you go through the pro- you turn on the macro by uh, recording by pressing F2 with R, and then every keystroke you make will be recorded in this macro. When you end the recording by pressing backspace with R, your macro you then give it a name. And then you can do a a backspace with L to look up your list of macros. And whenever you run that macro, it does the same set of keystrokes that you did. So you might have to go through uh, practice a few times until you get it right. What I do is I go through the steps first and then record the macro. Um, Also, there's a recorder on here that will record in MP3 file format that works very well. So I'm going to hand this uh, over to Damon, who will, and now can explain a little bit about the Smart Beetle. Okay, gotcha. All right, thanks, Bob. Yeah, like, again, we've got so much ground to cover. We could, I mean, we basically did a whole day at Braille Institute, and, you know, the three hours of the morning um, was 
you know, kind of what we've talked about so far, but in a little more detail. So let me see if I can share so I can use my hands. Okay. So I've got the Smart Beetle, um, which is very cute, portable. It's a red color. Um, for those of you who know Silvana Rainey at Adaptive Technology Services, she says, don't underestimate the importance of cute. So, um, so Smart Beetle is a 14-cell display. What makes it smart is that it can connect to six devices and then switch on the fly. So think about, you know, especially in the world of, of portability, if you have a, a Braille display, you probably have several devices that you could and you would want to connect to. So I'm a two cell phone guy. I've got a, a work phone and a personal phone. I have more iPads than I care to count because they sort of just like, you know, collect. It's like, you know, everyone says like, here, have an iPad, do this. You know, you need it for work. You know, your kid needs it for school, whatever. Um, you know, I've got my work computer. I actually have a Mac. So, I mean, I, I have the six devices, you know. Um, so let me just show you that that's the main thing that makes it smart. So I've got the smart beetle on, um, it says pairing braille and I'm going to unlock my Saturday, iPhone here and there we get our little sound. So just, I've got two, a male voice and a female voice. So um, just so you can kind of gather which is um, working. So now I'm going to use dot four in space. And you can hear that that's scrolling right on that phone. I can go to top, go down to bottom. And I'll do a O chord, takes me to the second page. OW chord takes me back. All right, so that's just basic stuff. You guys, you guys know that. So now I'm going to do a quick press of the power button with F4. And on the Smart Beetle, it says Braille list. And I'm going to arrow down. And I see paired iPhone two of three. And I see active, Damien's iPhone, three of three. So that's my um, active is the one I was on. So paired iPhone, two of three. I'm going to hit enter. And it says connecting. So I'm going to unlock that phone. So now you can hear that I'm navigating. You can hear the male voice. Okay, now I'm going to do a quick press of power with the right scroll button. It says switching. And listen, I'm back on the other one. I mean, that's very fast. Power and right scroll. And I'm back to the other one. So that is very cool. So definitely come by and check out the Smart Beetle. Um, we're going to be having some incredible... You know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday, end of year, because we like you, um, specials, trade-ins, all kinds of things. So definitely, um, and, and Sweetman's will be our partners in this. So, 
you know, if you're shopping for technology, you know, keep us in mind. And uh, so the last thing I'll mention, um, one of the other things that's cool, and I'll just say this quickly and I could demonstrate this to you um, a little later, is um, for those of you who are doing Braille input with an iOS device, you probably have noticed that if you're trying to do contracted Braille and you don't Braille smoothly and fast enough that you get some weird translation things. Like, say you're writing bell, B-E-L-L. You potentially could have but every like like, you know, because it expands each letter if you pause, right? So another smart thing, and this is not just Smart Beetle, but it's all the HIMS Braille devices, uh, the Braille Sense, the Braille Edge. Um, we have something we call terminal mode, which I think needs a better name. Um, but what that does is if you do a keystroke, it allows you to Braille in a buffer. So it's, it delays sending it to your device and allows you to Braille and edit before you send. When you get everything the way you want it, you do a command to send it, and then it dumps it in a batch into your edit field on your iPhone or iPad. So it, it tricks the iOS translator. So it lets you dump your, you know, your basically think about writing a paragraph at a time. It'll it'll get your contracted Braille into that edit field. So that's pretty cool. So one last little teaser before we go. Um, I'm going to do my open up my Braille list again um, with the power and the F4 key. It says Braille list. So I told you I saw um, the active pairing was Damien's iPhone. That was three of three, and then there was you know paired iPhone two of three. But I didn't read you the thing that was one of three. It says paired blaze one of three. So for those of you who are familiar with our blaze products, that's our book player recorder that has built-in OCR, has a camera, kind of looks like a cell phone, sort of a little bit like a Victor Stream, but, but different. Um, we've now added Braille support to the Blaze product. So now imagine um, you're in a meeting. I give you a agenda in hard copy print. You take a picture of it with your Blaze, and seconds later, you're reading that in Braille on your Braille display. So that's some of the, the unique niche product things that uh, Hims is doing. We don't do one-size-fits-all, but we try to come up with a little something for everybody, which is a perfect introduction to the eBot. And we're going to hand this over to Andy and definitely come by and talk to us during the show. Good morning. My name's Andy. I've met a few of you have been to your homes, worked on your computers. You may remember, remember me from there. Okay. <laughs> There's at least one of you. Um, so what I am showing right now is the eBot Pro. The eBot uh, stands for Educational Robot. 
That's where they got the name from. Uh, there's three different models of the eBot. There's the eBot Basic, eBot Advanced, and the eBot Pro. eBot Basic is just a, like it says, basic uh, low vision device for uh, doing, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Distance viewing and also reading a document on your desktop. Um, and then the eBot Advance does that, but also incorporates OCR, which is scanning and reading a document. And then the eBot Pro incorporates a robotic head that allows for use of a joystick to move around in the distance and also acts as an XY table uh, for reading your document on your desktop. So that's what I'm showing today. Um, I have just a few minutes here, so I'll do a, a quick demonstration of the OCR. Um, I have a little monitor up here at front. I'm not sure if that helps anybody, but it is here. Um, I'm pressing OCR now on the little remote control. It's connected uh, wirelessly, wirelessly to the device. It helps when you turn on the remote, usually. <laughs> All right, so we're scanning a document here. And just that fast, it starts reading the document. From the remote control, I'm able to pause and play. I can also change the modes, do white on black, black on white. There's up to 50, 56 different color uh, changes you can make to your document. Um, and also, you can enlarge it and by zooming in and out of the document. You'll notice that you're hearing speech with everything that I do. That's one unique thing about this product is that you are able to use the entire menu with speech, so you do not have to see it to use it. Um, also, what makes eBot very unique is that it wirelessly connects to an iPad, so you um, have a couple different options of how you can view what the eBot's doing. You can connect it to a monitor, as I have here, or a TV. You can connect it to an iPad wirelessly or an Android-powered tablet wirelessly. You can also connect it through USB 3.0 to a Mac computer or a PC. So it is uh, very versatile in that way. It's very portable. It folds down flat into a small suitcase slash backpack uh, that can be taken with you from class to class or from home to work. Uh, it weighs just about six pounds and... Uh, the part that most people like to hear is the robotic head in the Pro, so I'll put the mic here so you can hear what it's doing. So right now we are in near view. We're looking down at the document just like it's a CCTV, and I'm going to press distance, and I'll let you hear the head turning. It's going to face out towards you guys. Distance view. Okay, so right now we're looking out into the audience, and I'm going to zoom in right on Jane Suh. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so I'm using the uh, joystick right now, and I'm just panning around the room. Look at the lovely Sue Sweetman, Mr. Olzek there. I'm going to go up, and I have a document on the wall that's by the door when you came in, and I'm going to zoom into that. Let's move up here, and I'm just going to try to get as close as I can to it. Zoom 40. So right now, I'm zooming in on about a 12-point font with this, and I'll tell you what it says. I don't have this memorized, so I'm reading it to you. It says, eBot Pro, the first iPad-compatible portable reading and writing and distance view video magnifier. So you can see that it's very helpful in a classroom situation. You just set it on your desk, and you're able to see the board. 
uh, from your chair. The eBot Pro also comes with an SD card slot where you could capture this image and save it to the device. Anything you scan with OCR can also be saved to your SD card and transferred to a computer later or just uh, reviewed in the menu system to go back over your documents. Um, I'm trying to think anything else. How much time we got? None? Okay. So sorry that was quick, but uh, we will have it up at our table. If you want to learn more about it, come on by. And I'm going to pass this back to Damien if you have questions about the other products. All right. Thank you, Andy. So I think uh, that was our hurry-up offense. We, uh, we, we said what we wanted to say. Um, so does that leave any questions? Uh, the Blaze that we talked about that has the Braille support, um, it, it is – there's a couple models. One is $795 is the regular price. Uh, the other is $695 regular price. They have um, – there's the Blaze EZ has a um, slightly simplified uh, keypad. So they're, they both do the OCR and BARD and Bookshare and – Podcasts and all of that, but the uh, they do have some subtly different features. And actually, the Blaze ET is the only one that has the the Braille support option at this time. Did you mean the Braille sense that we were talking? Uh, um, there's a few different models. Um, so in the 32 cell, um, 54. 595. We have either a QWERTY model or a Braille model that has a, a small LCD display built in. Um, the specials on those are going to be 4595 um, moving forward. Um, and then we have the Braille Sense U2 Mini, which is very small, can fit in a purse or a coat pocket if you're wearing a trench coat. Um, but it's the 18 cell, and the regular price on that is 39.95. It has all the same memory and features of the the larger ones. But we figure if you're going to compromise with less braille, you should benefit from greater portability. I uh, was not using a QWERTY, nor was Bob. Um, so when Bob was saying things like Alt F4, he was kind of saying like, you know, Space Z is the equivalent of Alt F4. Um, but, but you know, if you do have a QWERTY keyboard, then clearly you could actually do Alt F4. Um, the Blaze is a it's, – it's like the Victor Stream, but it has Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, the built-in OCR – and uh, Braille support, it is usable by somebody with no vision. It's all talking menus, tactile keys, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, Damien, um, if you have, quote, unquote, the, the, the other Braille note from the dark side, right? Um, one of the things I have on there is, like, more contacts than I know what to do with. And if I go with uh, the Braille sense on my next one, right? Bob, how would we go about doing that? Yeah, you can't really import into the address book, but uh, I've written a little file that 
will uh, take all the fields of the address book and save it as a Braille document. It's uh, uh, so you're basically saving all of your records and having them. I wrote a template that actually saves them as a Braille document, and then you can open that Braille document and do a search backspace F and and look for things in there. But to truly have a functional address book, you then have to take those and and uh, what you can do is go to the beginning of the address record, which is just a text Braille text file at this point, do enter with B to mark the top of the block, read down to the end of the block, and do it uh, enter with uh, enter with 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 C, cut it to the clipboard, and then open the address book. And what I do is I, I, I do a enter with I to make a new address, type in the last name, tab one time to get to the notes field, and paste that block of text into the notes field. So there's a little bit of work in the switching over, but you at least can 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 get your addresses out and into a readable form if you use a template to do that. Another question. So the question is, if she gets a one of the products, are there classes or, or training information? So a couple things. Um, HIMSS is definitely committed to putting more training materials and tutorials. I mean, we, one of the reasons we showed you that YouTube channel is that um, besides our webinars, we're doing explainer videos and, and putting more available up on YouTube and our website. Uh, the California School for the Blind next week at Getting in Touch with Literacy will be um, presenting a Braille Sense curriculum along with their updated Braille Note curriculum. So they're, they're kind of task-based, lesson-based how-tos, and that's free. It's available on their website. We'll be linking to that. And finally, if you are lucky enough to live in Southern California and you purchase your stuff from Sweetman Systems, they produce the best training materials in the business, and they make sure that when you get one of their products, they spend time with you to, to get you up and running. So you have access to HIMSS, excellent technical support, and whatever materials we put, and in addition, at no extra charge, you have the Sweetman's training materials. So we definitely will, will work with you to make sure that you're getting up to speed. So we're maybe time for one more question. And remember, we're, we're here today. Um, when you come into the exhibit hall, come to the kind of the back right corner, and that's where Sweetman's and Hymns booths will be. Do we have any final question? Going once. Thank you all so much for coming. <laughs>